0: Welcome to Sports Society. Here's your host, Andrew Faust. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the show that never ends. This is Sports Society coming back at you with episode number 33. Just me today, okay? Just me today. It's going to be a shorter podcast. Really isn't much to talk about. I want to start the show off by saying congratulations to Ricky Fowler. He won a couple of weeks back. I haven't done a podcast since then. I've been really busy with stuff. It's been hard to get stuff out. Everybody's so busy. Um, it's hard to find time to have people on. But either way, um, congratulations to Ricky Fowler. He's really finding his stride these past couple of weeks. It's awesome to see, and he's he's finally um, he's finally able to pull off uh, a win and you know hopefully you can make a run at it at the at the british open um i'm very excited for that as well that's going to be amazing it's going to be is that the final major it might be the last major of the year uh we had the us open pga yeah i think it is the last one damn um we might have the pga left either way that's not even really a major um so yeah we've been through the ringer already in the golf world and We've only got really the British to go, and uh, I'm going to give you five guys right now who I think have a real, real shot at it, okay? Um, and I'm going to leave off the two front runners a lot of people have, Scheffler and Rahm. Okay, I don't think they have a shot. Give me Brooks Kepka. okay? I mean, any major, you can't count them out of it. Give me Brooks Kepka. Give me Ricky Fowler, okay? I think Ricky Fowler has a shot. Give me Tommy Fleetwood. Tommy Fieldman's been playing very well as of late. Obviously he had the really close call um, in that tournament in Canada. Uh, so give me him. He is my third slot. Um, you could go a lot of other places, but I'm gonna go Cam Smith. Give me Cam Smith from Liv uh, at number four. Um he's obviously he he's the defending champion. He won there last year. That's the reason he got a whole boatload of money from Liv was was to do that. And then fifth, give me give me Rory. Give me Rory McElroy. A lot of people are going to say that's chalk, but he's due. He's due for a major. I, I honestly, like I used to not really root for Rory, but I'm getting to the point where I need to kind of, I want to see him win. I do want to see him win a major. That'd be really cool, especially in, you know, in Europe where he's from. So uh, that would be great. Anyway, those are my five guys. Uh, the Cardinals are terrible. The Cardinals are terrible. The Cardinals are no good. Okay. Um, I need to, I, I really need to look up our record. I, I follow the Cardinals on our, on my ESPN app and it just seems like they lose every single day. We're last in the central. It's we're, we're horrific. We really are. It's, it's, it's getting bad. Um, this team, they're no good, especially at home. Really, really bad team. The pitching couldn't be worse. And I, oh my God, the other night when Hicks airmailed the first baseman, I lost it because on this program, I've said that we need to trade him. Everybody was like, oh, no, he's starting to pitch well. He's starting to find a stride. We don't, shouldn't trade him. Well, who was right? Okay, because he showed us true colors, um, you know, in, in the bottom of the ninth when it mattered and uh, in a truly embarrassing way. It was on the center everywhere. Um, he lost that game for us. He lost that game for us. He, he let people on, and then he obviously airmailed the first baseman They had a walk-off error. On Jordan Hicks, we should have traded him whenever he was pitching very well. um there's obviously some mental issues with him because he has all the talent in the world to to do something great. had a little bit of control issues um and then just just uh just a mental thing there really but i mean we're we're twelve games back we're twelve games back. We need to fire everybody. we really do we need to fire everybody. I'm talking we need to fire. Mozelak, we need to get him out. We need to get Marble out. Um because we have I thought that we had a really nice team going into this year and it hasn't panned out at all. It really has not panned out at all. So the Cardinals stink. The Cardinals stink. Their pitching stinks. Um and you know if we look at like our players like okay. So we don't have a single player batting over 300 we don't, we have no, but nobody's batting over 300. Jordan Walker is our second best hitter and he spent half the year in the minors. So that's awesome. Um, it's just constant, constant disappointment with the Cardinals uh, this year. I won't say like they're constantly disappointing cause they're not, but I mean, Goldschmidt's having a very mid year. Arnato's having a down year for him uh Contreras needs to get out we're spending a boatload of money for Contreras to mess with our pitchers to not even be that great of a catcher and then he's hitting 240 what are we paying for with with Contreras uh I didn't like that pickup to begin with and I still don't like it um Gorman's Gorman's cooled off completely it's it's tough, man. It's tough. You know, when Brandon Donovan is is our best is tied for our best hitter, kind of he's like he's up there at least in our best hitters. We've got an issue. Um, I, I, I don't know what to say about this team. It's just it's it really is. It's, it's very disappointing because I thought we had the goods to be a really good team. It's like kind of like Mizzou football. Um, it's just management holding us back. In in Mizzou's case, there was a lot of on his back, but I'm not going kind to of get into that right now because Mizzou football is starting soon. And I'm very happy about that. I think we've gotten the means this year to make a big old run. Uh, but anyway, I'm going to move to the next story today. Um, there's a boxing match. OK, it's it's Fury versus Nagano. Um, and when I saw this at first, I was like. Okay, so they're boxing. So Nagano's going into a completely different sport, and he's going straight for the heavyweight champ. He's going straight at him. He's not. He's not boxing anybody else. He's going straight to the best. It's like when a YouTuber. It's like when like Logan went to like fight like Floyd Mayweather, who in my opinion is probably all time the greatest fighter ever. I'm fifteen zero in a, in his professional career. Um, and then Logan Paul just comes right for him and I get it. He's 45, but you're not going to touch him. He's untouchable. Uh, and I feel the same way about fury. And Nagano people are like, if Nagano catches fury, first of all, Nagano doesn't even have anywhere as close to as much power as Wilder had in terms of boxing. He doesn't have anywhere as much. And you know, the beating that fury took fury was, fury was knocked out. Wilder won one of those fights. Wilder won one of those fights. There was a super long count and the fight should have been over. But Fury, you know, ended up getting up and beating him. So, yeah, I mean, this is going to be a slaughter. Fury's going to beat the shit out of Nagano. And, you know, I don't even feel bad. Nagano's kind of a cocky guy. He's kind of like just like an alpha male. He thinks he can beat the shit out of anybody. Um, I think John Jones would beat him in MMA. And I think Fury's going to beat the shit out of him in boxing. I think it's going to be... Maybe two rounds, maybe. So, not much to look for there. Victor Wembanyama has kind of come into form into second game. There was a lot of overreacting with him after his first game. He had a really tough game. He got dunked on. Uh, he got his ankles broken. All that stuff. But uh, you know, he he's coming into form. I think he's going to be a fine NBA player. I, I think, I think because like I was listening to like Draymond Green talk about him. And it made a total sense. He was like, a lot of guys are just going to start playing him very close. Because when you're that tall and you're trying to move like a guard, you understand how much higher it is that you're dribbling. And it's very easy for guys to steal the ball at that point. So I don't think that 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 highlight reel where he's like, you know, crossing people and stuff, I don't think that that will happen. Because you see it a lot with Kevin Durant, even Kevin Durant gets the ball stolen from him a lot. Um, And Waman is just him, but taller. So I think that if he can get his spot-up shooting really good, I think he can be a really dangerous player because that opens up a lot. That opens up, if he can catch and shoot very nice, nobody is even contesting that. He's not even going to see it. He's going to be so high up there. Um, but when Minyama looks good, I, I think the Spurs will actually be just fine. Uh, we'll, we'll see. I don't know. He, he'll continue to develop. I think by mid-season he'll be in the Rookie of the Year conversation. Scoot Henderson looks good. Um, just very athletic and just do anything on the floor really. Uh, Brandon Miller had a had a rough outing in his second game. He's really struggling with fouls. I think he had like thirteen fouls in two games, um, which I don't even know how that's allowed. I, I thought there was like a maybe there, you can't foul out in summer league, but Brandon Miller had a rough game. But I'm not concerned at all. I think Brandon Miller's really good. Um, Jabari Smith's having a really good summer league, which is not surprising. I don't know even why he's kind of in the summer league. I get he's younger, but he's he's a good talent. Uh, I think he's an NBA player. The Rockets are just an AAU team, so they just they've made so many questionable decisions. But anyway, other than that, uh, you know we got the tennis going on at Wimbledon. Djokovic is going to win. He's the best ever. He's the best ever. There's a lot of guys who are like. Like you can watch it happen, and you're like, "Yeah, he's the best ever." Like when we were watching Tom Brady at the tail end of his career, we were like, "Yeah, he's the best ever. He's the best to ever do it." Um, Djokovic is the best ever. That's that's not even like it's not well. It's it's not really close to me. I mean, he's passed two guys he was competing with his whole life, and he's still going. He's still in contention. It's like uh, it's so impressive. It's like when when uh, you know when Phil Mickelson won the U.S. Open. When he was like, what was he, like 41 or something? It was like 40 or 51. I forget what it was. Ridiculous. The oldest guy ever to do it. Um, Djokovic is really defined time, and he's beating guys that are much, much, uh, much younger than him. Uh, I forget the Spanish kid, Alcaraz. I think he's the only one that really has a shot to beat him. So that would be interesting if that was, that got to be the final. But uh, I got Djokovic in that one. Otani's getting failed by the Angels. Okay. Uh, Otani needs to get out, and he's going to go to the Dodgers or the Yankees. I hope to God we sell everybody and we get him here in St. Louis. There's a there's a chance for that, um just because. Oh, who do we have that? Uh, who do we have that are f- that's friends with him? Newpar is. uh I'm pretty sure Newpar is is, is friends with him. So during those like, what is that called? Whenever like they play for their own country, I forget what that's called. Whenever that was happening, Newt and, and and Otani looked pretty close. And so hopefully Newt Bar can work some magic and, and we can somehow get him. But we need everybody out <laughs> with the Cardinals. We need everybody out. Um, Mizzou's been getting some nice recruits in, on both the basketball floor and the football field. I'm excited for both. I think our basketball team's going to be even better than last year. Um, I think Dennis Gates is a great coach. He's been spotted everywhere, kind of recruiting and, and all that. Um, Kobe Brown and and uh, Tamoy Hodge are doing great in summer league. Um, Tamoy Hodge, I, I, I saw like a Lakers post of like some of the, the spring league highlights. Tamoy Hodge is in most of them and everybody's like, who's number 55? We need to sign that guy. And, you know, I'm going through and I'm telling him who it is. And, um, you know, he's going to wake a lot of people up. Because he's, he's a good player. Don't sleep on. He's a good player. Uh, and then Kobe Brown, same thing. A lot of people are liking because Kobe Brown's an aggressive player. He's going to go right at you. He's a big, strong guy who can create things. Uh, and he's got a shot, too. I think I think both guys are, are really good. So that's excellent to see that those guys are doing well. Northwestern's coach got got canned. Um, Pat Fitzgerald. And apparently there was some wild shit going down it at Northwestern um, there was a uh, systemic hazing um, I think racism stuff like that going on not a good look for Northwestern I don't know Fitzgerald's sure just a very shady guy not a lot you can kind of find out about it just because it is a shady situation it's never good whenever you see kind of um, you know guys that are that are in power, like like this coach. It's never good to see guys like that. Um, okay, I'm gonna move into another segment. I, I made a top ten list and at every single position. Um, I think I think it's pretty good. I think it's a pretty. I think they're all pretty good. Uh, pretty good list. I would see if you know me. You can hit me up about these. Uh, but I posted a TikTok about top. Uh, 10 shooting guards and then I also did point guards the other day Um, so I'll start with the point guards so for honorable mention I got Tony Parker, Kyrie Irving, Dame, Bob Cousy. Uh, Kyrie and Dame can surely move into this list if they keep playing well Tony Parker and Bob Cousy they're all-time greats but I'm sorry they're not going to move in there. I got Steve Nash at 10, Chris Paul at 9, Russell Westbrook at 8, Walt Frazier at 7, Jason Kidd at 6, John Stockton at five, Oscar Robertson at four, Isaiah Thomas at three, Steph Curry at two, and Magic Johnson at one. Um, I know a lot of people were saying Steph at one. Yes, Steph is the greatest shooter ever, and he looks really good right now. Um, But Magic Johnson can play both sides of the floor exceptionally well. He can play all five positions. He can guard all five positions. He's very versatile. You can trust him with the ball. He makes plays happen better, I think, than Curry. I think he's a better playmaker. Um, Curry may have him in scoring, and he and he has him in shooting for sure. So I can certainly see how you'd have Steph one, but I got Magic there. Um, top ten shooting guards. I posted this one as well. Uh, an honorable mentions: Vince Carter, George Shervin, and Sam Jones. Those are all time greats. Just didn't make it to me for me. Uh, I got Tracy McGrady at ten, Clay Thompson at nine, Ray Allen at eight. Clyde Drexler at seven Reggie Miller at six Allen Iverson at five James Harden at four Dwayne Wade at three Kobe Bryant at two and Michael Jordan at one I think that's a pretty solid list I think maybe you have Tracy over clay at at nine and ten but that's I mean we're nitpicking at that point I think that's a great list um Small forwards I'm going to post next on the, on the Sports Society account, but honorable mention, I got Carmelo Anthony, Paul Pierce, Rick Barry, Bernard King. This is a loaded position. These sound like really great guys to have on my honorable mention, but you're going to see. Uh, James Worthy at 10. Dominique Wilkins at 9. John Havlicek at 8. Uh, Kawhi Leonard at 7. Elgin Baylor at 6. Scotty Pippen at 5. Kevin Durant at 4. Dr. J at 3. Larry Bird at two and LeBron James at one. I think, I mean, maybe, I think if I had to do it over, I'd probably have Scotty over Kevin right now, I think, Uh, unless Kevin can win a championship with the Suns, which even then, like, bro, I don't know. Kevin Durant rubs me the wrong way. Power forwards, honorable mention, I got Elvin Hayes, Chris Bosh, Dennis Rodman. Um, Dennis Rodman is, is close there. Uh, so is Chris, Chris Bosch, but here's my here's my top 10 power forwards. I got Pau Gasol at 10, Anthony Davis at 9, uh, Kevin McHale at 8, Bob Pettit at 7, Charles Barkley at 6, Dirk, uh, Dirk at 5, Kevin Garnett at 4, Carl Malone at 3, Giannis Antetokounmpo at 2, and Tim Duncan at 1. I got Giannis really high, but I think that's where he's going to sit when it's all said and done. Uh, I, to be honest, I think the Bucks are going to win next year. I think Giannis is going to have a revenge year. Centers is where it's really loaded because the first, like, 50 years of the NBA were pretty much dominated by centers. So uh, honorable mention is Wes Unseld, Nikola Jokic is getting into the conversation, and Robert Parrish. At 10, I got George Mikan. At 9, I got Bob McAdoo. At 8, I have Patrick Ewing. At 7, I have Moses Malone. 6, I got David Robinson. 5, I got Hakeem Olajuwon. Four, I got Wilt Chamberlain. Three, I got Shaq. Two, I have Bill Russell. And one, I have Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Um, I mean, yeah, that's just like, to me, that's who I got. I I got Kareem the best of all time. Uh, and then I got this, I got asked this question the other day on, on social media. Somebody asked me, if you had a dream team lineup all time, what would it be? Okay, so I, I thought about this in a different way. I was like, Crunch time in the playoffs, who do I want on my squad? And I thought about it like this. I want a ball-dominant guy who's going to make the right decision and who I think is just the best overall basketball player. And that's why I have LeBron at point guard. I think LeBron plays the point on my my playoff team. At center, I have Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He's going to take control. He's going to block everything, get all the rebounds, set up stuff for other guys. And then the other three positions, I was like, I need shooters. So at the power forward position, I want Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant offers me size. He offers me length. Um, he can block, get out and block stuff. He He's kind of a matchup nightmare. Um, so give me Kevin Durant at the power forward position. At the small forward position, uh, give me Larry Bird. Larry Bird is going to be at my small forward. He's an exceptional shooter. Um, I mean, you can just put him in the corner he he can he can shoot lights out from from three, and then also, uh, if you have people flying out on you, he can also drive. So I have Larry Bird at three, and that at two. This is gonna probably be weird to a lot of people, but I would go with the kind of shoot first type of guy. So I was thinking Ray Allen, I was thinking Reggie Miller, or I was thinking Clay Thompson, and I mean all those guys have similar efficiencies, um, but I mean, give me I I would say give me Reggie Miller. I think Reggie Miller could definitely sit in that spot, but um overall I'd probably go Ray Allen. I'd say Ray Allen's in that lineup, but that would be that would be my lineup. That would be, you know, one through five. That would be my perfect, perfect lineup. Uh would be a free agency it's looking looking, I don't know, fine. It's looking fine. I don't know what the Rockets are doing. The Wizards are selling everybody. Um the Celtics look to be going for Dame. The Heat as well are going for Dame um and if they get dame either of those teams they will be contenders they already are but if they get him they will definitely be contenders i don't know how the celtics would even afford him but if they managed to do that they would definitely uh definitely be contenders i will be running a sports society fantasy football um a sports society fantasy football league shout out to gabe hurt a guy who i have on the pod friend of the pod a lot um I will be running that. So if you're interested in that, hit me up. I'll probably have eight guys in there uh, or girls. If you want to join in your girl, that's fine too. Um, But we'll probably have an eight man. I like smaller leagues with better teams. Um, It just makes for, you know, more players on the market, more players, you know, more higher caliber matchups. Like you get to some of those like 16 man leagues. Those are ridiculous. Those are really ridiculous. So, um, yeah, I mean, not much else going. Who won the women's U.S. Open? I want to shout them out. Corpuz, Corpuz ended up winning. Uh, Rose Zhang ended up tied for ninth. A lot of people are calling her the Tiger Woods of of uh, you know women's golf, and she she what is she, she won her first uh, she won her first pro tournament and then uh she's been playing it really well ever since she i think she got a piece of the money there, tied at ninth not her best round but either way she played all right um you know it's you know it's a slow you know it's a slow kind of couple of weeks in sports whenever i'm talking about this um i've been trying to get the linenwood guys on we're going to run a mj versus lebron pod soon because it's so slow in sports i feel like that's a that's one that could do really really well um, I will obviously be on the LeBron side. I've got guys, you know, I know closely that will be on that Jordan side, so it will get heated. It will get awesome. But, um, other than that, follow me on all platforms. I'm pumping out content on TikTok. That's probably my most active, uh, account is on TikTok. I do a little bit on Twitter here and now. Um, but I've just been real busy. So I, you know, I've been a little bit behind on the pods, but I'm back. You know, I'm so back. I'll pick a top five to do before I head off. Uh, I've got a bunch. Uh, so top five rappers currently. Okay, top five rappers currently. This is good. This is good to me. I, I really don't like follow like the current rap game that much. Like when a new guy releases, I'm not like whoa, you know, like sick. But I'll put Drake at one. Okay, I'll put Travis at two, at three. Um, I was gonna say Post Malone, but he's not really rap for real. He's got kind of like R and B, um, alternative type stuff. So, who would I put at three? Maybe like Lil Baby. I'll put Lil Baby at three. Um, somebody who's making waves because of his recent success on TikTok is the baby. So the baby, I'll put him at five, and then at four. I'll just put Young Boy. I like Young Boy stuff. Uh, honorable mentions Yeet. Yeet's funny. So yeah, that's my top five uh, current rappers. Either way, thank you guys so much for listening. We're gonna have guests on coming soon, so bear with us there. Uh, I do hope you enjoy. If you have any other uh, stuff that you may may want to hear on the next podcast, let me know. And with that being said, we are moving on. <music> Thanks for listening or watching, whatever the hell you did. And make sure to check out our socials at Sports Society Pod on all platforms. Thank you.